The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Excise duty on alcohol in Ireland is extremely high in comparison to other European countries. So Irish publicans have called for the government to lower taxes in advance of the budget. I'm joined now by the author of the report, Associate Professor of Economics in Dublin City University Business School, Anthony Foley. Anthony, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, listeners. Now, the the numbers are quite stark. I mean, in some places, they scarcely pay any excise on alcohol at all. And whereas in this country, we pay a huge amount. Yeah, we're if you I suppose lots of Irish people would know that already going on holidays to Portugal and Spain, for example. For example, in Ireland a bottle of wine has excise of three nineteen. In Spain a bottle of wine has zero excise, in Portugal zero. The same at say a bottle of whiskey. In Ireland the excise is eleven ninety two. In Spain, we're looking at a much lower 269. So you can see why a bottle of Jemson or whatever might be cheaper in Spain than it is in Ireland. In terms of the overall averages, we're second highest in Europe plus the UK, and that's behind Finland. For the individual drinks, we're third highest in beer, third highest in spirits, and way out on our own in terms of wine. Um, the wine situation is very interesting because lots of countries in Europe has wine as their indigenous drink, like we might have had whiskey and beer. Mm-hmm. And 15 European countries has zero excise on wine. So in a sense, a big support to their local indigenous drink, as it were. Yeah. So now, the ones now, in, in Germany, um, what do they uh, levy in excise on beer, for example? That's their yeah. big thing. Germany is a very interesting exercise because it's very often seen as a responsible country, as it were, doing everything in moderation and that. Uh, and its excise on beer is five cent compared to our 55. Um, so a very big difference. And they have no excise on, germ- on wine either in Germany. Mm. So a very big difference. Now, the, so the cost that we pay, whether it's in an off-license uh, or whether it's in a, a pub or a restaurant, is made up of the base cost as uh, supplied by the brewery. Then they yes. have to put the excise on and then the VAT uh, goes on and then a profit margin uh, goes That's on. That's right, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> um, how low the, could it be? The, the VAT, yeah, well, actually, let's talk about VAT for a moment. How yeah, are we VAT, in terms of VAT across the board? We're among the highest. There's six or seven countries with a higher VAT rate, but the gap between high and low isn't as big as the gap between excise high and low. But we're relatively high on the VAT. And in fact, some countries have a, a particularly low rate. So if you go back to Spain again and we're on holidays and we see the price of a drink in a bar, the standard VAT rate is 21%, but Spain charges only 10% on alcohol served in bars and restaurants. So you've got a very big difference. So we're putting our 23% on top of everything else. It's inter- interesting as well is that we pay VAT on the excise so the excise is considered part of the pre-VAT price. Mm. So, so it's a tax on a tax. It's a tax on a tax, yeah. Now that's standard throughout Europe as well. We're not exceptional in that, but it is a tax on a tax. Yeah. What and is course, the basis for excise anyway? I mean, we understand that value-added tax is uh, a sales tax and uh, part of that goes to the EU to help fund the activities of, uh, of the EU. But what was the, the original basis of excise in itself? Well, the original basis was a method of collecting money and we didn't have that. So excise was, if you like, a customs and excise tax. So it was a tax basically on imported products, domestically produced products of a certain type. 
And I suppose there would have been a value judgment built into it as well as that alcohol, a luxury or whatever, so we'll get this additional tax. But it wasn't as if we had a VAT rate originally and then applied an excise. We had an excise and then universally applied VAT rates. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of VAT, it's on everything, basically, uh, except a few exceptions in terms of food and that. Um, but in terms of excise, there's only really the, the main uh, reliables, if you like, in terms of alcohol, cigarettes and um, petrol, mm. diesel and so on would have this additional tax on it. Now, uh, people will say, look, we're not that price sensitive. Um, they pile on the taxes and people still keep drinking, even though the excise on a glass of wine would amount to 80 cent for every glass. And then you've got the VAT on top of that. But then, you know, you're paying in a restaurant uh, for a glass of wine, uh, maybe five times what you might pay if you poured that glass of wine at home. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's an issue in terms of the relative costs of operating restaurants, the staff costs, the overhead costs and so on. Um, Now, the report itself just looked at the excise. The excise would be the same wherever it's consumed. So it's related to the alcohol. It's not related to the value. So paradoxically, if you had a 100 euro bottle of wine, you'd pay the same excise as you would for a 10 euro bottle of wine. Yeah. But obviously a different VAT rate. Yeah. But then the in the restaurants, line, you know, uh, if you have a 20 euro bottle of wine in a restaurant, you might pay 50 or a bit yeah. more maybe. If you've yeah. got the 100 euro bottle of wine, you might pay 300 for it in a, uh, in a restaurant. So the yeah. markup is not just a per bottle markup by the restaurant. It's a, to be related it's to a multiple of the yeah. price, which does seem yeah. daft and unfair. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah. But that would be the case in most things, even in terms of if you look at the the cost of a meal in a very fancy restaurant using much the same ingredients will be much higher than a a less fancy restaurant or if you cook the same ingredients at home. Now, those big markups, though, they don't always translate into huge profit margins overall, because as we see, even with the national data for restaurants and so on, the margin is relatively small. Um, now, obviously, yeah. that's going to vary between different types of restaurants. But the bottom line would be that when we talk about excise, we talk about it in an impersonal sense. Yeah. But you can actually say it's the individual consumer is paying much more extra for their alcohol in terms of the tax element than would be the case with their EU compatriots. Yeah. Now, um, we, the we, government we, will we, claim, Anthony, that this is a public health measure. And that's why they introduce minimum unit pricing on alcohol. And yet, based on these findings, the publicans are calling for reduction in excise. The politicians will say, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to keep you healthy by piling even more taxes, perhaps, on alcohol. Well, see, paradoxically, you refer to publicans. Publicans' alcohol relative to off-license alcohol is already very expensive. So it's among the highest per price, as it were, as we said, around Mm. different countries. The problem that uh, has been identified with the alcohol consumption is primarily relatively cheap alcohol from off licenses. So your various comparisons of with a child's pocket money, how much alcohol could they buy at a very highly discounted price? Mm. And that's why minimum unit prices were brought in. So, for example, publicans would be, in terms of the amount of alcohol that you get in a drink, would be charging much higher than the minimum unit price, which would apply to supermarkets. And the the notion that is where of the, the huge prices for publicans, it's of interest that the publican share of the alcohol volume has declined significantly over the long term. And the big concern with minimum unit pricing being brought in was that fact 
that if everyone was drinking in pubs, they'd be paying a lot more than the minimum unit price. But more than half of all alcohol consumed would be consumed at home from off licenses uh, at much lower unit price. Um, so, you, you know, they're not going to bring the price down, are they? they I mean, there'd be uh, there'd be all sorts of objections from uh, the health interests say you cannot bring the price down. I mean, if you tried to drop the price of fags, they would pillory you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I suppose you look at it in two ways. This report gives the facts of the figures. There's two responses. Those concerned with the health side might say, my God, it's very high, but we're still consuming a lot of alcohol. It should be twice as high. On the other hand, other people can say, you look at other countries like Germany, France and so on, who we might argue are kind of semi-responsible consumers, as it were, that they're paying a lot less excise than us. So the the price in terms of the bringing in the excise into the price wouldn't be the only determinant of consumption. There'd be lots of other things determining it as well. You have to remember that the, the excise effect is a cost on business. We're concerned about lots of costs on business. And even now, uh, we're talking about a possible small enterprise package in the budget to take account of uh, moving towards living wage expenses, inflation, pet- or diesel, uh, petrol for just for transporters, heating oil and so on. But excise is a cost of business as well. So paradoxically, on one hand, you have the government saying we must reduce the cost of doing business. And at the same time, we have this cost which we impose ourselves, which is among the highest relative to volume of alcohol in the European Union. Of course, uh, drop that and they uh, lose revenue. Would they be conscious of that? A a final question, Anthony, is about the non-alcoholic beers. Do they attract the same excise as the alcoholic beers? No, they don't. So why are they so expensive? Uh, Because what you actually do with an alcoholic beer, and I only learned this myself a while ago, is you make the stuff and then you have to extract the alcohol. So so it's a more expensive process, but still... You've got an additional production But there's no excise on the zero zeros. No, there wouldn't be. All right. All right, Anthony, look, thank you very much uh, for that. Uh, Professor Anthony Foley, author of that report and Associate Professor of Economics in Dublin City University Business School. Uh, some of the texts coming in on the subject of uh, alcohol and A&Es. Let's start with A&E. On a recent visit to China to see my wife's family, I had reason to attend an ordinary A&E, not a private one. I queued up with the other Chinese patients for about half an hour max. Then I saw a very nice doctor who could not do enough for me to say our A&E is third world is an understatement. Uh, it's outrageous here. We pay 30 euro for a bottle of Jemison whiskey here. Yet my brother who lives in Japan can buy the same bottle of whiskey for approximately 14 euro. We are being ripped off hugely. And just think of uh, the number of kilometers that bottle has to travel before he can buy it in Japan. I recently, uh, with permission, brought my own bottle of wine to a restaurant and then I was charged €13 to be allowed to open it. This is called corkage. Uh, Where was the excise on that? That's from Tom in uh, Abbey Leaks. Well, the corkage, just think, Tom, if they have a standard price for corkage, you could bring along a €50 bottle of wine and if you'd bought it off the restaurant themselves, it might have cost you 150 But with corkage, it would only have cost you 63 Is that a blessing in disguise? <laughs> I'm not so sure. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.